Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Two of Africa's greatest footballing nations came head-to-head on Wednesday to battle it out for a place in the finals of the African Cup of Nations. The Super Eagles, fortunately, came victorious against the Bafana Bafana of South Africa. Sounds of jubilation um, filled the streets as Nigerians watched with keen interest and celebrated intensely. Unfortunately, the game had a lot of suspense, and that suspense of the game led to the loss of lives of some Nigerians. My colleague Muslim Yusuf has more details. What really happened was surprising, and uh, it started like a rumor but turned out to be true. The first story was about a former Reb member and a chieftain of APC in Delta State, Dr. Cairo Ojogbo, who passed on while watching Wednesday's night semi-final match between Nigeria and South Africa. Ojogbo, who is a former executive director of Project Niger Delta Development Commission, collapsed and died while watching the AFCON. He was said to be engrossed watching the live match between the two arch rivals. So she said that the politician was pronounced dead at a hospital he was rushed to after suffering what was described as a heart attack. He was said to have screamed when the referee that handled the match between the Super Eagles and the Bafana Bafana of South Africa awarded a penalty kick against Nigeria. And sadly, he could not make it. He passed on with, although no official statement from his family or the APC in Delta State, Reports from close family sources in the state confirm that the former member of Ika Federal Constituency is dead. Coincidentally and unfortunately, another person who is a co-member reportedly died while watching Nigeria's match against the South Africa. The member serving in Adamawa State died during the penalty shootout of the match. And it was gathered that uh, on Thursday morning, the co-member identified as Samuel from Kaduna that just before the last kick that ensured Nigeria's victory in the match. A witness who gave an account to the who gave an account of the incident in a social media post said uh, he died before they could reach the hospital in Numan. That was my colleague Muslim Yusuf there telling us more. Hmm. So sad how celebration turned to mourning for those families. People losing lives as a result of sports anxiety happens. Sadly one who has experienced it shared her experience on how she lost a close relative due to sport anxiety. So that's uh, after Nigeria won South Africa yesterday, my friend just collapsed in the middle of the whole jubilation and everything. Because, to be honest, that match yesterday gave a lot of people high blood pressure. Like, People were literally waiting for Nigeria to win. And to be honest, if Nigeria had lost that match, the kind of effect the hospitals in Nigeria would have received lots of patients, honestly. But then, because of the whole jubilation and everything, my friend collapsed too. That was Sally speaking. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We'll be going on break. Do stay. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. 
In this episode, we are talking about sudden death when one is watching a football match or anything that causes a certain level of anxiety. Before we went on break, we heard from my colleague Muslim Yusuf who gave us a backstory to those who lost their lives while watching a Nigerian-South African match. We also heard the sad tale of a lady who lost a loved one while watching football match. What causes such sudden death? Or could it be mere ignorance of not looking after oneself? A family life consultant educates us. Hey, my name is Dr. Ebuta. I am a consultant family physician and I'm also the vice president of Medical Initiative for Africa. Um, well, that meets the criteria of uh, sudden death and it's of um, concern and of course any death it's an indica- it uh, usually run- usually leads to a lot of um, the morning pain, especially for those that have been left behind. Um, there are multiple possibilities whenever somebody dies suddenly, and to to place it in perspective, when people get excited. Um, um, they are prone to several outcomes. One of those outcomes is sudden death if they have those risk factors that will predispose them. Um, but for a patient to be to meet the criteria of sudden death, you have to be sure which of the definitions you want to use. But of course, WHO um, would define um, sudden death as anybody who just drops or who dies within um, 1 to 24 hours of uh, onset of symptoms or less than 24 hours from onset of symptoms. So it can happen like all of a sudden or it can happen within 24 hours having uh, started developing symptoms of concern. Okay, so what kind of symptoms are we looking at? Because when people say he showed no symptoms at all. Yeah, the the people can die suddenly from multiple causes. Yeah. So some people can die within few minutes of onset of the condition that led to their death, and some people can die maybe by the twenty third hour. So the speed at which that death occurs um, would allow time for symptoms to manifest, to be recognized, and all of that. Um, it is likely he showed certain symptoms of unwellness, but these were very, very transient. Mm. So, to 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 also to also look at the potential causes, it's interesting to note that um, up to ninety percent, nine out of ten people who would die suddenly, it would be as a result of a cardiovascular problem. There's something that is related to the heart and to the connections to the heart, the blood vessels connected to the heart. Mm. So the commonest cause of sudden death is related to the heart. And within the heart, the commonest cause of sudden death uh, from heart issues are related to obstruction in the arteries, in the vessel that supply the heart. So if there there are vessels that supply the heart, and allow the heart to beat and to function continuously. So if the vessels are obstructed for any reason, that supply of oxygen 
and nutrient to the heart muscles to enable it to continue to beat will be cut short. Those heart muscles will go into a dysfunction yeah. and they will die and they will stop beating. And anybody without a beating heart is as good as dead. Yeah. Other potential causes obviously will be uh, non-coronary causes, so causes that are not due to the obstruction in the vessels, but maybe some disease in the vessels or some form of disease in the heart muscles themselves, like uh, if there are infections, viral infections. When we had COVID, some of the people who died suddenly had what you call abnormal electrical activity within the heart. We call it arrhythmias. So because of viral infection of the heart muscle, which is myocarditis, people had arrhythmias and they kind of died suddenly. Um, other contributing factors, uh, like what we see in the hospital, is that you have a patient and he suddenly comes in, he has a chest pain, and he dies suddenly. So such patients most likely may have had things like a cardiac attack, a heart attack, a myocardial infarction. Again, it is due to obstruction in blood vessels. And if you want to place it in the scenario of a hyper-excited state, just like uh, the unfortunate situation where the ex-honorable member died while watching the Nigerian match. I mean, I watched that match. It was a super exciting match. Yeah. Uh, there were so many twists and turns. And what happens with when you are excited is that your body releases certain chemicals, um, top of the range or top of the list is called adrenaline. These are fight and flight chemicals. They enable you to uh, get ready to to go into high activity. Mm -hmm. So during that period, your heart is going to beat very fast. Your blood pressure is going to rise up much higher. Um, you're going to have all other symptoms associated with high excitement. Mm -hmm. Now, the faster the heart beats, the more the chances that an, an, an abnormality would happen. So if you have a patient who has a cardiovascular problem, like a heart-related risk factor or issue like hypertension, long-standing diabetes, and uh, high cholesterol, uh, marked obesity, or a history of uh, heart disease like rheumatic heart disease and the rest, mm -hmm. these kind of patients have a heart that is not functioning optimally. Mm -hmm. So under normal circumstances, they may be healthy, they may not just, uh, show any symptom, but when they are, the body is excited, your hormones are on the high drive, you've released a lot of adrenaline, and the heart rate goes up, and the heart starts beating fast, mm -hmm. anything can happen. Due to demand for oxygen and uh, nutrients, the heart can, and obstruction in vessels, and infarction can happen. Yeah. Some other people may not just have any of these heart-related problems. The problem may be coming from other parts of the body. A yeah. common cause where we see a lot is people who have um, deep vein thrombosis. So we also had people, we had a Nigerian um, um, musician who traveled from the U.S. and I think on arrival uh, in one of the uh, um, entry points or so, she she died suddenly. Yeah. Um, it is suspected that her BP went very high, um, and probably she bust the vein a vessel in the brain, 
Another condition that can happen when people travel long distance, especially more than four to eight hours, and they are seated in one spot, is that they can develop blood clots okay. in, their, in, their, in their legs, in their lower limbs, or in the lower part of their abdomen. And one of these blood clots move from there to the heart and then finally to the lungs, they can cause a condition called pulmonary embolism. So those kind of patients can just collapse and die. And, I, and in the clinical scenario, I have seen a lot of patients like that with pulmonary embolism and they just die. Does it mean there's little or no solution? Say what kind of first aid treatment can be quickly granted that goes across board all of the symptoms that could save the person's life even before the person, you know, gets to the hospital? Well, um, I, I will be. Uh, it will be full. It will be difficult to recommend one intervention. However, yes, when people collapse and die, you want to offer them CPR. And if it's a heart-related problem and the heart has stopped beating, then they can recover. But if you have a pulmonary embolism, uh, like a, a massive blood clot in the lungs, you need to get that patient to emergency department uh, within a few minutes, and that's the difficult thing in our scenario. So how can if all of this have, be prevented? So if you have hypertension and your no blood pressure is not well controlled, you should know that you have a high risk of a sudden cardiac death. Mm -hmm. If you have diabetes and it's not well controlled, that risk is high. If you have a high cholesterol and it's not well controlled for many years, that risk is high. So prevention of sudden cardiac death starts many years before sudden cardiac death. Oh, it starts with healthy living, control of risk factors, and regular checks. Oh, so regular checks means that you probably need to see your doctor once a year to do a health check. That was Dr. Abu Ibuta, a family life physician. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. My name is Lilian Okazi. Bye for now. We'll